The Ref Radio Sports Network is powered statewide by the insurance adjusters at Brown O'Haver. Fire, wind, theft, or tornado, we can help. Call 405-735-5510. Live statewide on the Ref Radio Sports Network, it's the T-Row in the Morning Show with the voice of the Sooners, Toby Rowland and T.J. Perry. Hit the guys up at 405-651-3439 or sound off on the Riverwind Casino call-in line at 405-329-9000. Now, live from the Buffalo Wild Wing Studios, it's the T-Row in the Morning Show with Toby Rowland and T.J. Perry. Swing, there's a drive, hammer to right center field, deep toward the bullpen, and back he goes, it's ball is gone! A walk-off home run! For Alex Verdugo, can you believe it? James with a dribble, Harden one-on-one, nine seconds on the shot clock, Harden for three, shot up, it's good! Harden made a triple, the Sixers go up by two, smart at midcourt, the Sixers let him shoot a three, it's up, it's no good, and the Sixers have won game one, 119-115, how about that? Jokic has it, bottom part of the midcourt circle. Back over to Jamal Murray. Bucket here, you win the game. Murray to the nail. Jokic. Got it! And that ought to do it. Denver leads it by 10. Obviously, you just carried the team. You got 15 points, and the Draymond just called you dominate again. So who can stop Steph Curry? Hopefully, we'll never find out. Not today, Satan! Hour two, Toby and TJ with you. Who's asking that Steph Curry question? Tiro in the morning show. A journalist, all right. Apparently from over the pond, maybe somewhere. I'm not sure exactly where. We got Warriors uh, Lakers game one tonight, TJ. You fired up about that? <sighs> two dislikable teams mm-hmm. that I don't want to see either one advance. So fired up's probably the wrong way to put it. Right. Lakers are playing very good. Sacramento, uh, uh, Golden State as well, knocking off Sacramento. So it be interesting to see how this one goes. This is the two, uh, you know, be it LeBron and the teams he's with and or Steph Curry's teams. These are the two that everything's run through for the last decade. So we're on a collision course now. It'll be entertaining. I'm with you. Uh, other than Austin Reeves, nothing to cheer for here on either side. But uh, it'll be entertaining. It'll be entertaining. You knew they would both kick it into gear, didn't you, when the playoffs rolled around, even though they were loitering around the bottom of the Western Conference standings for much of the year? Here comes Steph and LeBron. It'll be fun. Last night, Philly goes up 1-0 on Boston. Harden, 45. Denver goes up 2-0 on Phoenix. Jokic, 39-16. and Also tonight, Miami and the Knicks game two in the Garden. That'll be a 6.30 start. We got softball and baseball for the Sooners tonight, both on the road. Softball early start, 5 o'clock tonight at Tulsa. 4.45 pregame for Chris Plank on Sooner Radio. Baseball's at Dallas Baptist tonight, 6.30 first pitch. 6 o'clock pregame right here on the ref. TJ, it's a massive week. Massive week for OU baseball. Huge. We have 11 games to go in the regular season. Can you believe that? I was thinking about that. I was driving around town last yesterday, and I was like, that gum, it's May. Like, we've been through baseball for two and a half months now. 
just seems like we were talking about it starting the other day. The four most impactful games for their RPI and resume are this week. At Dallas Baptist tonight, who is ranked number 16, depending on which poll you look at. Let me see here. They're number eight in perfect game. They're number 16 in D1 baseballs, which what we tend to go by most of the time. And three this weekend at West Virginia, who I think is number 12, it looks like. 12. So those will be your four most impactful games remaining on the schedule. Now, the OSU games at the end of the year will also be very impactful, but those are at home. So technically, RPI-wise, they won't be as impactful, although conference standings and state pride and all that will be on the line, certainly, as well as a lot of uh, RPI points there. But significantly huge week, and tonight we'll see if they can break the DBU curse. OU has not won in Dallas against Dallas Baptist since 2010. And most of their trips there have been lopsided. There's been a close one here or there, but most of them have not. They keep gum dropping the hammer on them. Yeah, that's right. Carson Atwood going tonight for OU in the start. Uh, a guy named Hammer going for uh, Dallas Baptist. That's why TJ said that. How you feeling tonight, TJ? I don't want to say how I'm feeling about this week. Well, you can be wrong. You just don't want to put it out there? Uh, You know, me and my superstitions. But I'm feeling very You're confident. Feeling good. I'm feeling okay. very good about this week. Yeah. I have since yesterday when you started talking about it and talking about the importance mm-hmm. in the RPI situation. And I felt pretty comfortable with this week. I don't know why. Two out of four. How do you feel about two out of four? I'm going to assume zero and one is disappointing. Yes. How do you feel about two out of four? I think I'm still disappointed because I think that's going to leave them with some work to do for postseason play. Well, there's no doubt about that. So, you know, I think I'll still be disappointed. Not that it still puts it it out of reach. It doesn't. No. But – you know, you split the week uh, with the type of week you're talking about with a first-place team in the conference and, and a Dallas Baptist team that is really good and, and gives you all kinds of trouble. I should be satisfied with two out of four. But I'm being greedy here. Two out of four keeps you in the hunt. Mm-hmm. It probably bumps your RPI up a nice amount. I mean, several spots, I would think. And uh, now, if you if I tell you right now, you get two out of four. Which two are you taking? Um, I would feel really good with a sandwich. sandwich. Give me tonight First and, and Sunday, yeah, because then I come in Monday at least feeling good coming off of a win. <laughs> I think I would prefer two out of three at West at Virginia. West Virginia. Yeah, you're probably it, right for conference. Standings yes. and yeah, everything. Sure. Absolutely. I, I think, at least how it's shaping up right now, there's going to be a little pile of Big 12 teams in front of the committee that look an awful lot alike. 
OU, Texas Tech, TCU, and Kansas State are all really similar resume teams. And finishing higher in the Big 12 standings is at least a check mark in your column, you know? So if you only got two, I think I would take the two of the West Virginia. Yeah, you're game. probably right. You're probably right. Three out of four. How you feeling? Feeling great. Yes. Feeling super. Yeah. Yes. Yes, three out of four, and RPI takes a major jump. You've won at least two at West Virginia, so the conference record is is uh, improved. You stay hot, and you are now knocking on the door of the NCAA tournament bubble. You're probably on the NCAA tournament bubble if they go in three out of four this week on the road. Right. Four out of four, TJ. Well, How think, you feeling? I think people are making reservations in Omaha. I will fly home on the wings of the airplane if they <laughs> went four out of four. Just duct tape me to the wings. Four out of four, and they are on the right side of the bubble. Seems <laughs> like, why are we flying sideways? Seem to be tilted to the left. We're, we're leaning right. <laughs> um, yeah, that, uh, four out of four is is maybe a bit much to ask, but it would vault. It would be a catapult. All of a sudden, you're you're up there in the conference standings. You're you're in the NCAA tournament. Probably at that point, everything. Minimum of two this week, though. Agree. Agree. Yeah, without a doubt. And two, I picked. I pick tonight and Sunday just because you win tonight, you're feeling good the rest of the week. They get you on Friday and Saturday. We're not around to have to talk about it. You come back on Sunday, get a win, and then we're back on Monday talking about the win. So I'm just that thinking Sunday about feeling game, good all the way around. That last game of the series does have it does. It, it extra plays a major emotional power part. to it. Because mm-hmm. if you win the first two and lose the last one, even though you won two out of three, you're still like, we had a chance for a sweep. If you lose the first two and win the last one, even though you lost two out of three, you're like, well, at least we got the last one. You know, I'm feeling it. So that last one does carry some. So here's uh, here's the results in Dallas since 2010. In 2012, they lost 7-6. to six. That's a game they took the lead going to the bottom of the ninth and lost it. 2013, shut out 2 nothing. Didn't play there again until 2017, lost 16-10. to 2018, lost 5-2. to two. 2019 lost seven to two, and last year lost ten to one. So there's been two close games since 2010: a seven to six loss and a two nothing loss. The rest have been, well, there was a five to two game in there. I guess that's not too bad, but the rest have been uh, pretty much in hand for the home team. Hopefully, they can break that. That would be a psychological, like, that would be a real boost for them if they win tonight. Just the whole, just they haven't won there forever, you know? Like, they've played good ball in Morgantown. Yeah. They've won a lot of games in Morgantown. They go get a win in Dallas tonight. Everybody's feeling, that's a big boost, so. You'll have a much more pleasant drive home if that's the case. Am I doing the show tomorrow? How about do, this? Do you not want to do the show tomorrow? How about this? Yeah. If we win, I'll take tomorrow off because I'm going to be – I'm going to need to celebrate. <laughs> celebrate. 
Now get it late. I'll get back late, and I want to sleep in and celebrate. If we lose, I'll take tomorrow off because I'm going to get back late <laughs> and be in the dumps. That was the Is same that outcome. I think that was the same outcome. No, one was with a win and one was with a loss. No, I'll be here tomorrow morning. Uh, Friday show will be, I guess, in Morgantown. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I hadn't thought about that. You guys probably are leaving Thursday, aren't you? We got uh, OSU and ORU tonight in Tulsa as well. Tulsa's a happening place this, uh, this evening. It very much is. And if you missed it in the first hour, the uh, Bananas victorious last night. Did you ever tell us the final score? I want to say it was 14-6. to six. Okay. I Comfortable that's what win. it was, yeah. Uh, Bronx microwave pizza afterwards. Uh, <laughs> fridge bread pizza in the microwave. <laughs> Take the victories where we can get them this year. Yep, exactly. All right. Uh, break time, 405-651-3439. If you want to hit the Knippelmeyer Chevrolet text line, Thoughts on OU baseball or anything else out there? Can openers you prefer? We got transfer portal and uh, recruiting news coming up. We're going to read the news coming up in a bit. Back after this. The T-Row in the Morning Show is brought to you every day by the Riverwind Casino and Hotel, OKC's number one gaming destination. The one for entertainment. The one for games. The one for fun. Riverwind Casino, simply the best. 7 a.m. hour of the T-Row in the Morning Show brought to you by Black Thunder Roofing, locally operated in Norman and Edmond, also serving Shawnee, Yukon, Mustang, everywhere in the metro area. BlackThunderRoofing.com, 405-473-8028. Black Thunder Roofing, your local roofer. They can do it all. One-stop shop for customers looking for one contractor, Black Thunder Roofing. Knippelmeyer Chevrolet text line. The person that texts about my counter space says, uh, text with a question. TJ responds by insulting my itty-bitty compact house and my screwdriver mallet can opener situation. Oh, my oh, day dude. is ruined. You, I didn't insult anybody. An unbelievable amount of counter space that you have. I have an unbelievable amount of counter space. Now, I have tiny bathroom, a uh, tiny master bathroom. So they, get, they put the space in the kitchen for sure in this house. Mm-hmm. Um, and I guess took away from the master bath is where what got hit and dinged there. So, okay. um, I do not have counter space in the bathroom. Uh, Richardson is a bus coach, bad ownership coach T get out of here. Coach T hey, let me know the TJ. The next time I come to coach T for NFL, uh, personnel advice, hit me over the head. Okay. Coach T with you criticize the Colts. Get back to me very when uh, about the Anthony NFL. Richardson has given his Hall of Fame speech, okay? Thank you for the golf balls, by the way. Uh, Toby, always talking about TJ's luxurious life, but wow, we need to start a list for Toby. Always eating at Kava, hot tub with his pool, takes his kids to the ranch, takes Mondays off as he sees fit. When do you take Mondays off? Never. Never. That's, that's Teddy. Don't get Teddy and Toby confused on the days off. Uh, go ahead and keep adding on, TJ. Toby, uh, very fancy. He likes to downplay it. He's got a membership of a club by a uh-huh. man uh, named Sam. He's got That's a right. windmill in his yard. 
Yep. He's got two golf carts that he cruises around, picks which color he wants to ride around in his I don't have any big golf neighborhood. Carts. He's got acreage, Zero golf lots of land back behind him where he's wanting to put buffalo. Bison. Bison. I would love a bison. <laughs> By the way, my pool from Signature Custom Pools looks fantastic, TJ, since I got the new Pebble Tech <laughs> plaster installed. It looks you are fantastic. Unf- you are unbelievable. That Pebble Tech plaster is first class, man. Looks so much better than it used to. Signature Custom Pools. <laughs> Monster Truck Guy says, I don't love Monster Trucks. You uh, you just accidentally named me that, but I'm okay with it. I embrace a good moniker. <laughs> I didn't name you. Like I don't ever put names in on this text. Like, that's a. I think that I'm pretty sure that's a Tyler McComas thing. Um, so there always is like weird names that pop up, and I don't know how he comes up with the names. Like you guys have texted something at some point about a monster truck or something, and Tyler said, "No, oh, this is monster truck guy right here." So I don't, I don't know how, why he names people the stuff he does. People often like will see me around town like, hey, uh, he calls me Booger Bill. You have any idea why he calls me Booger Bill? I, I don't know. I have no idea. Uh, that is a great name, though, Booger Bill. <laughs> uh, just Tracy and Burleson and El Can Opener here. That amazes me. What, like, what, I you know think that everybody's got I electric can opener? No, I have a handheld one. I, I, there's one here at work. We don't it's have not a, that hard. What do you need an electric one for? I don't know. I just assumed everyone had, they're like 10 bucks. It's not like it's a luxury item. So I just assumed everyone had an electric can opener at this point in their life. Well, you might be right. Let's, uh, we haven't radio polled anything <laughs> for a while. What is your guess at, right, what's your percentage guess here? Um, sounds like you think everybody's got one. So I would your... say electric can opener 85% of people. Okay. I would say the 85% may have both. Like I said, I know we have one in the drawer if we need it. That's if I have to open two things at once. I can go handheld and electric one. No. Radio poll. Do you use an electric <laughs> or handheld can opener? This show is so stupid. I'm tagging KREF and I'm tagging TJ. Uh, and then I got to get my options here. We haven't done these. Two Look, if you want the long. Grace and Harris news, you've got other shows later in the day. All right, we're about can openers here. Who's Grace and Harris? Uh, that was the commit they got yesterday, though. You did. Oh, we're going to talk about him coming up. Okay. okay. <laughs> You're going to talk about him coming up. Uh, I thought they stopped making electric can openers in 1988. Why would they have stopped making them? I honestly have not heard of anyone using nor seen anyone use an electric can opener. <laughs> really? Since. Maybe I'm wrong here. Like, I, there are several on here that are all well, handheld can fair, openers. I never go to anybody else's house. So uh, Now, this person but, has a fancy one. They've got a Pampered Chef hand can opener. The best. I think uh, you've got to have a considerable amount of counter space to go electric can opener because it's not, it's like a, it's unnecessary. So. If you like, I don't want or need one because I don't want to take up the counter space with it. But you've got miles and miles of counter space, so it makes sense at your house. Miles and miles of We'll see. We'll let the people talk. We'll see. Uh, This person says electric can opener is like 11 bucks. It goes in my cabinet when not being used. Mm -hmm. Uh, Julio says my forearms are swollen. Let me ask you this (laughs) hand cranker. If you're going to keep it in your. (laughs) 
if you're gonna keep it in your cabinet, you gotta take it out of your cabinet. Why not just reach in the drawer? Plug yeah. it in. Doesn't that take longer than just cranking open a can? <laughs> what what are you what like what are you opening now? I mean, there's very, there's not a lot of stuff that you. I guess there's like some diced tomatoes. There's there's a few things. Most things have the little pop lids on them now. I'm using my can opener 15, 20 times a week. On what? Beans, diced yeah. tomatoes, like you're saying. Uh, yeah, but soup has, soup has the pop top. Pop tops, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, there's some. I, used, <laughs> I guess I did a couple last night. TJ's Kitchen, a 1,000 square feet. <laughs> it's massive, man. I can't believe you keep both air fryers on your counter. We are blessed with a lot of counter space in our kitchen. Yes. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> are you guys hiring? I long to be rich and powerful like TJ. Electric can opener? Are you kidding me? Only in my wildest dreams. <laughs> Seriously, they're like 10 bucks. They cost as much as a handheld one. A handheld one's probably like 4 or $5. Save up for a week and buy the electric one for ten bucks. This is not a luxurious item here. Stop it, people. <laughs> and yes, I, maybe I am hiring. Uh, you send me your resume, TJ Perry at KREF.com. Uh, let me know what your qualifications. Hey, are. will you guys please leave Carrie Murdoch alone with all the DMs? Oh, He's going crazy. Gosh. He's yelling at everyone. Okay. Between He's cursing Murdoch. <laughs> between Carrie Murdoch and and Parker Thune and. Brandon, they're all melting down. It's like, you did this. You're you guys are this. the ones that switched yes. all over the place without telling Gary, anyone. Carrie texted, tweeted something last night that says, do what I say when I when say I it. Say. Oh, my God. Like, what is he, a dictator? He, he he did say at one point, too, shut up and slow down. And then I think that's when he went into the um, do as I say when I say to do it right now. Follow these steps. Like, They're completely losing their mind over something that was self-created. Right. <laughs> Same thing. Like Parker was talking about it during their show yesterday. He goes, I've tried to answer every DM. I'm trying to get to them, okay? <laughs> We're trying to make it easy on you. Uh, I don't know why when the company switched hands, why the subscriptions just didn't go with that company is what I can't figure out. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> my hands. I'm trying. I'm going as fast as I can here, people. In the meantime, look at my studio now with my 87 monitors. <laughs> uh, we too keep our electric can opener in the cabinet. This texture says, "All right, uh, Pampered Chef Blue Manual Can Opener." That's from Kindle. Manual, okay. The All majority right. of people on here, there's like a lot. Handheld, handheld opener here. My hands still work. Manual can opener. You are you by do? far winning this thing, which is shocking to me in today's world. I don't know. I just figured well, that was one of those. What about the lake house? Uh, I have both at the lake house, too. <laughs> <laughs> I have. So, You're a two electric can <laughs> opener family? Well, so... We took the old one out there and bought a new one for the house here. So that's how we do a lot of things. Astonishing. Yeah. <laughs> this is like Bill Gates' wealth we're talking about, folks. It is $10 for a can opener. Two Stop. electric can opener. <laughs> this is not a $200 appliance. Oh, it's yes. a not. Do you have an 
Uh, do you have an air fryer at the at the lake house? Yes, I do. A red one. Yeah, I have a red. Three air fryers. <laughs> three air fryers. Two electric can the, openers. The red air fryer went from our house when I got the new one at the house. It went out there. That's how we do it. Like if I get something new at the 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 the. Our house here, it goes out to the lake house. There's time stuff gets taken out to the lake house. We're like, we don't need this out here. And we're like, well, what do we do with it? Well, we just stick it out at the lake house. Unbelievable. So. The only luxury item that I have that I can compare to that <laughs> is my wonderful Pebble Tech plaster that I got from Signature <laughs> Custom Pools. That's the only thing that comes close. Pebble tech. Um, Johnny from Yukon says, I'm with you, TJ. Uh, <laughs> takes up too much counter space. It's a can opener. It's like three inches by three inches. Much. Like, it's tiny. Much, you gotta you gotta you gotta preserve, man. <laughs> Cole and Casey says I'm twenty-three. I'm 23 years old, and I have never seen nor heard of an electric can opener. Thank you, Cole. Cole, Cole you're 23. Go to a yeah. Walmart, my man. Like, come on. You never kind of seen nor that heard of one. Grandma and Grandpa used. It's not. I don't think people this day and age are using it much. No, Grandma and Grandpa used the manual hand one. Mm. The electric can opener is a $10 convenience device, all right? I'm not saying sure the handheld $10? one's difficult. I'm going to Amazon right now to see how much an electric can opener costs. Well, I'm sure you can get a really nice one, but on average, a normal can opener that you would pick up at Walmart is like 10 bucks. Electric can opener on Amazon, 24 16 25 17 32 Those are the first five. Oh, you know so what? They the used to be to 10 bucks, range. so that dadgum Biden got a hold of everything. <laughs> That's right. Inflation has hit the electric can opener industry. All right, we'll, we'll see what the poll's telling us when we come back. Also, next, we're reading the news on a Tuesday. Back after this. The Ref Radio Sports Network is powered statewide by the insurance adjusters at Brown O'Haver. Fire, wind, theft, or tornado, we can help. Call 405-735-5510. All right, Toby and TJ back with you. Patty Gasso coming up live, by the way, 9.05 this morning with Chris Plank on game day. Uh, First look at the poll, do you use an electric or handheld can opener? 149 votes in early. Handheld, 79%. Electric, 21%. I'm completely wrong on this. Uh, what a Dustin world we says, live in. TJ has three electric can openers, two homes, 16 air fryers, but he has issues picking out butter. He's um, still on the butter thing. Like, I was not crazy about the butter thing. P. Loftus, I've broken every handheld I've ever had. Gunny, not everyone has enough money for electric can openers, lake houses, circle drives, and gargoyles. And uh, Jim says we use electric after using several. I wish I had as much apart. money as you all think that I have, thanks to Toby Rowland. TJ, it is time to read the news. And now it's time for In the News. You know who didn't use a handheld can opener or an electric can opener? Who's that? Popeye. He just popped the can of spinach open That's with exactly his fist. Right. Just <laughs> twisted that bad boy, didn't he? The Sooners picked up a commitment yesterday. Uh, the story, I believe, TJ, broken on this show yesterday morning when Parker Thune joined us. I'm going to believe that's the first time anybody even that heard of this That was the first guy. time ever in the history of uh, mm-hmm. the world. Uh, Grayson think- Harris, yeah, wide ahead. receiver out of Ennis, Texas. Uh, speedster, another quick guy. I don't, shouldn't we quit saying this about wide receivers at this point? Right. 
We got They're a slow guy. All fast. Nobody's going to say, <laughs> "Well, we picked up a good uh, six foot three wide receiver, but he's really slow." Really slow. Um, four star on the uh, two four seven composite. I don't think I'm supposed to use that now that uh, Parker's left us. I don't know how to mm. even uh, proceed here. You only use rivals. Uh, this is a. Now, uh, by the way, this is a 2025 commit, not a 24 commit. A 25 commit. Second and, commit in that class with the quarterback. Uh, second or third. Okay. Second or third. Um, and. He is not just a football player. Yes. Looky here. He's going to be uh, running down fly balls like he's John Spikerman for the OU baseball team. He's a two-sport athlete. Will play both at OU as uh, baseball also jumped all I over. I sent a video last night of him doing an interview in high school, and they, they asked him who he, uh, who he likes to compare himself to, and he said Kyler Murray. Yeah, sports star. Football-wise, on this uh, breakdown of him, they're comparing him to Christian McCaffrey mm. and Debo Samuel here on the uh, on the breakdown of him here. So. Center fielder. He says he pitches, too, in high school, but I think he's probably a center fielder. Yeah. Fascinating story coming out of Ohio last night. Ohio gambling regulators instructed the state's licensed sports books to halt betting on college baseball games involving Alabama, the University of Alabama, Hmm. after suspicious wagering activity was detected on the Crimson Tides game against LSU Friday. Uh, The emergency order was in response to a report from an independent integrity monitor. On Friday, U.S. Integrity, that's a Las Vegas-based firm that monitors the betting markets, issued an alert to its sportsbook clients regarding, quote, suspicious wagering activity involving the Alabama-LSU game. In that game, LSU had an 8-1 to lead. Bama rallied, but LSU held them off and won 8-6, to just for, just so you know what happened. But anyway, so they are looking into this game, Teach. Something happened in this game on the Alabama side, apparently, that has uh, – Shut down all gambling on Alabama baseball. I don't know that How, I knew you could gamble on college baseball. I didn't, I didn't nationally. know that until you just said that. Yeah. My question is, how's it on Alabama's side if they were down and came back? Wouldn't that be on LSU's side that you would think they were giving up the runs purposely to? Well, I mean, maybe somebody on Bama's side was tanking, you know. You know, we, we like early in that game to get to the eight one deficit. Like I don't I don't get why maybe, it's I don't Bama know. under investigation here, not hard. LSU. It'd be hard in baseball because like, you'd have to have multiple guys to control a baseball game. Yeah. Like if you had the starting pitcher, okay, but like if he's really bad, he's leaving after he could put you in an early deficit maybe if he just grooves fastballs, but I know, it'd be tough. I'll be intriguing to follow the rest of this story as it unfolds. Uh, let's see here. TJ Aerosmith is going on one final concert tour. They announced this uh, yesterday, I believe. How old, TJ, is Steven Tyler? Gosh, I would guess that Steven Tyler is 80. That's too old. 78. 78. 75. 75. The group announced Monday they will have a 40-day North American tour featuring special guests, the Black Crows. Are you interested in seeing 75-year-old Steven Tyler and Aerosmith one final time? 
it would be cool to say you saw them, but I would have rather have seen them, you know, late 80s, early 90s or something. I don't know. He's still high energy. They probably still put on a great show. But I will not be heading to – they've got an Oklahoma date. I can't remember if it's Paycom oh, or really? if it's BOK. But, yeah, they're they're coming here on one of those dates. This is the stupidest story that I've seen today. Well, other than electric versus <laughs> I say that about held. them being old. I'm heading to Brooks and Dunn Friday night at Paycom. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> We're up there as well. So, <laughs> A guy who ate a $120,000 banana in an art museum. What? Says he was hungry. Now, uh, this, <laughs> what? This story has me tied in knots. Maurizio Catalan is a famous provocative Italian artist, apparently. His signature work is a banana taped to a wall. It is a banana. Artist so stupid. <laughs> duct taped to a wall. That's all it is. Um... It is frequently replaced, by the way. The banana is changed out so that it is always a fresh yellow banana. Otherwise, it would become a black banana in time, TJ. So the thing changes every few days. New banana, new tape. Get it? Well, this isn't but art, then. How would you it's sell apparently that? Worth, worth it, it's worth $120,000. worth nothing. No one could buy it because otherwise they're just replacing their own banana and taping it to the wall. Uh, no Hyun Soo is the college student who took the banana off the wall and ate it. He said he skipped breakfast that morning. So in his visit to the Seoul Liam Museum, he grabbed the banana and ate it. Uh, a museum staffer tried to stop him. It took him about a minute to yank the banana off the wall and eat it. There's video of this. He said he ate the art because he was hungry. The artist is not at all bothered by this. He said, no big deal. I'll get another banana and another piece of duct tape. <laughs> now, I'm kind of with you. The banana's like, worth 15 cents, 20 the cents. The artist has, I, I, I guess the fact that he's taped a banana to a wall and everybody wants to see it is something, but, but why? Why? Mm -hmm. I don't know. We should start taping uh, uh, electric can openers to walls. <laughs> See if people come look at it. A seventh grader is a hero in Michigan, TJ. Uh, at 2.59 p.m. local time on Wednesday, a driver for Warren Consolidated Schools called the transportation base to let them know, a bus driver, that she was feeling dizzy and needed to pull the bus over. As she slowed the bus down in preparation to stop, she lost consciousness while the bus was still moving. Then Dylan Reeves, sitting about five rows back, sprang into action. nephew. He ripped off his shirt to reveal an S underneath. <laughs> threw his backpack down, ran to the front of the bus, grabbed the steering wheel, and slowly applied the brakes before the bus could veer into oncoming traffic. Once the bus was stopped, Dylan yelled to his classmates, someone call 911. How about that? Good Dylan for him. Reeves. Good for him. Way to go, Dylan. He's a hero. Man. Clutch, man. You know, some people are just like that, aren't they? 
And finally, I've heard this story a hundred times, but it never gets old, never ceases to amaze me. A lost dog in Northern Ireland was found 26 days later after walking more than 40 miles to the home of his former owner. Uh, A charity dedicated to locating lost dogs and cats said a golden retriever named Cooper was surrendered to its previous owners and was later adopted by a new family. So Cooper had an owner, TJ, okay? Maybe like you, it sounds like maybe a foster dog situation perhaps. Found a new owner for him, a new home. So Cooper gets in the car with the new owners and drives to his new home 40 miles away. As soon as the car stops and the door opens, Cooper hops out and runs. And they can't catch him. And he's lost for 26 days until he shows up back on the doorstep of his former owner 40 miles away. Wow. Never ceases to amaze me. No, dogs are amazing. You think a cat's doing that? Heck no. I mean, think of all the roads he had to cross in those 40 miles. Just the, the ability, the with there's no GPS in his he doesn't have a iPhone somehow in his dog brain he remembered how to get back from somewhere he's never been before mind you he went to a place he's never been before and on his innate ability of knowing what direction the car was moving he went back home to his former owner 40 miles away that's like a dog he's getting like from the, your house to my house he's like the Travis Davidson of dogs no, it took him 26 days. <laughs> Travis would have done it in an afternoon and stopped to do a radio show at the Marriott along the way. And that's the news for this Tuesday, May 2nd. Quick break, 749 in the morning central time. We'll be back. Did you miss one of our shows? Don't beat yourself up, because we've made it easy for you to beat that Ref Army FOMO. Catch up on shows and interviews you might have missed with the Ref Podcast page. Just go to KREF.com and click on the podcast page. Or go check out your favorite podcast provider and search for KREF, the home of Sooner fans. Here for you 24-7, 365 at the KRF Podcast page. Big thank you to Black Thunder Roofing. They bring you this hour of the T-Row in the morning show, locally operated in Norman and Edmonds, serving Shawnee, Yukon, Mustang. They're your one-stop shop for everything. Your one contractor, the only one you need, an Angie List Superior Service Award winner four times. Not once, not twice, not three times, four times. BlackThunderRoofing.com, 405-473-8028. Knippelmeyer Chevrolet text line. People are a bunch of idiots today. <laughs> I'm way wrong on the us. scan opener thing. I'm I'm fully admitting now that the the poll's over with. When it gets that overwhelming that early on, no, let's see it's, what uh, is it right now. It's let's like seventy eight percent or something like that. Uh, uh, handheld. Three hundred and one of you have now voted in thirty minutes. Seventy eight percent of you use a handheld can opener. Twenty two percent electric. Uh, reading the response. My handheld manual was a little over $8 at Walmart. Uh, let me guess. You've got electric mixer too, TJ. Whisk for the common folk. I have an electric mi- mixer at home. It's in a bowl up in a cabinet. <laughs> Do you not have an electric mixer? 
I do have an okay. electric mixer. Okay. Okay. Yes. Like, wait, is that is that weird too? Are you guys big? Uh, uh, I don't even. What's the What's the place where you get the kitchen stuff at the mall? Uh, I started to say Bed Bath and Beyond, but that's not it. That's uh, not it anymore. They're out of business. Yeah. Um, Are you big kitchen store people? No, no, not at no. all. All right, not at Just all. Gathered all this stuff. Through <laughs> Here's the, years, the thing huh? too with an electric can opener. It's like 15 bucks. I move it up from the 10 that I said. Apparently they've gone up in price a little. Uh-huh. I think we pay 10 bucks. They last like 30, 40 years. Like you never have to replace it. I think for most people, it's more of a space, and they're not necessary because it takes 10 seconds to open a can the other way with the equal amount of effort. Like, there's no different amount of effort. You got to, you clip the can to this thing, and it spins it no around way. in the no same way. amount of time. The handheld, you're cranking and cranking. Hand. You can't get it open. You're just cranking away. That other one's like, off. It. And it's taken up my space, and it took the same amount of time, and I need the cardio anyway. So This person says, I honestly have no idea how to use a handheld can opener anymore. <laughs> uh, <laughs> do you guys think Marvin Milms would have been Denver's first pick if they would have had a selection in the first round? He was pretty universally a second round. Yeah, he was second or third round guy. That's, so. he, he went about where every mock draft had him. So I yeah. don't think so. If they would have had a, their strategy may have been completely different if they had a first round pick. Right. Yep. No way of knowing that, but I would guess you're right. Okay, top of the hour break, 405-651-3439. If you'd like to chime in today, Toby and TJ with you on a Tuesday. We'll be back.